and inspire us and empower us in our in our journey. What touched me most in the first in the first reading is the entire story of how Jesus intercepted Paul on his way to Damascus. And after he had stopped Paul, or Saul then, Jesus went and told Ananias to go and minister to, to Saul. Why did Jesus not finish the ministration? Jesus was the one who stopped Saul. Why couldn't he communicate everything to him there and then? Why the pain of going to Atiyah again, the man called Aeneas, to start convincing him to go and minister to Paul or Saul? It was Aeneas who laid hands on him. He received the Holy Spirit. It was Aeneas who laid hands on him. Some like scales fell from his eyes. It was Aeneas who now instructed Paul on what to do. Why did Jesus not finish the business there and then? You know, yesterday, we reflected on how the Holy Spirit asked Philip to join the chariot. It is very important that we understand that in our Christian journey, God sends sense men. It's not because he can't finish the job. But there's a connection, there's a, a dimension of the supernatural that God is engaging that many of us who are even Christians don't understand. God still disguises himself in the form of men to minister life. Nothing happens by chance. And it's very important that we learn to discern what God is doing. Who is Ananias? That Jesus will even know the, the, his, the name of his, of his street. And ask him to come and finish this business. I was so inspired by that. It's also possible that instead of Jesus appearing to me, to tell me things, he can send somebody to me. Likewise to you. Do you know that if Paul did not respond to, the, to Ananias, the entire project would be, be messed up? Yes. But Paul had to humble himself to listen to this man. Do you know who Paul is? Do you know who he is? The kind of school he attended. He studied under Gamaliel. The man of authority. Now, submit him to a, to a man in Damascus called Aeneas to come and minister to him. You know, many times we try to remember who we are. How can, how can this person, how can God use this person to minister to me? What does he have to offer? You put yourself high. 
and you frustrate the entire project of God in your life. It takes the eyes of the Spirit. We get you to each other so much that we don't even know when God is using one, one member of the body of Christ to minister to the other. As I'm standing here, people have different conceptions about me. And the devil can give them all kinds of conceptions to make sure he frustrates the opportunity God has given me to bless their lives. Likewise, you too. Once they see you, they say, this person, ah, he's like this, he's like that. If you don't grow beyond that, you can frustrate your entire life because you're not discerning. Secondly, the gospel of today, Jesus said, don't eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. You have no life in you. This statement of Jesus, one of the, one of the truly, truly I say unto you that he mentioned. He said, my body is real food. My blood is real drink. What is food, first of all? What is food? Food can be seen as a fuel. You eat food, you eat yam, you eat beans, your body digests it, and then extracts things like fuel that runs your system, different chemicals that runs your system. So food is like a fuel that powers your system. And Jesus is saying, my body is what? Real food. In other words, my body is real fuel that can power your body, that can power your life. My blood is real drink. That you need, like an engine oil, if you like. And he said, if you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. So just as we eat normal food and we digest it and extract the things that are there that powers our lives, likewise too, the Eucharist has come to power your life. It's a higher dimension of fuel. Are you aware? There are many Catholics, they receive the Holy Communion just as a ritual. I receive communion today, and then they just continue. There is no impact of the Eucharist in their lives. They don't even see it. You've received many, many communion many, for, many, for many years now. You've been receiving so much of it. How much of it have you utilized in your life? How much of it has powered your life? You think it's a magic that because you have received it, protection will come? No. Because you have received it, Things will just go, go, go normal. No. If you put fuel in your car and you don't start the car and drive the car, will the fuel work? No. Likewise, too. You've got to engage the fuel that Jesus gives to you. He is saying, This is a bread that came down from heaven. We are to live a Eucharistic powered life. Your life must be powered by the Eucharist. In all ramifications, you must have this understanding first and begin to engage it consciously. You're going to work, you need breakfast because you need energy to work in the office. Jesus wants you, just the way you have confidence in that your little bread and butter and some omelette you are taking to give you energy. Can you also arrogate some kind of mentality or consciousness toward the Eucharist have received? As I go in, you know, I have left a few hours. I know I have taken breakfast. I have energy. I have no trouble. When are you going to be to now say, because of the Eucharist I have received, certain things in my life, I know I'm going to make it. That's the understanding that Jesus is trying to communicate. 
He said, I'm the bread that came down from heaven. He said, just as I live because of the Father. Likewise, whoever is of me shall live because of what? Because of me. You see the way he concluded the argument. He said, just because, just as I live because of the Father. So his existence is powered by the Father. He now says, whoever is of me shall live because of me. So daily he draws his strength from the Father and is able to live out his life and exercise his ministry through the Father. He is saying, You, you are partaking of me. You will live not because you have eaten breakfast and lunch and supper. You will live not because you have, you know, washed your hand not to have germs. You will live because I'm in you. I'm powering your life. I will power your health. I will power your wisdom. I will power your finances. I will power your career. I will power your family. I will power your existence. Your entire existence is hinged on the energy that comes from the Eucharist. We are so blessed as Catholics. We are so enriched with this kind of energy. But unfortunately, Paul says something in, I think, either in 1st or 2nd Corinthians. He said, because many receive it unworthily, knowing that means no knowing the worth of what they receive. Many are sick, many are weak, and many even die. Because they don't discern. That means they can't see spiritually. They can't discern the lost body. That's what the problem is. To what degree are we discerning the lost body in the Eucharist? To what degree? You just receive it and you start going. I've gone for mass. You must learn to utilize what you have received. You must learn to engage it. And that will take you to the next level what they call the prophetic. You must learn to declare the content of what you receive every day. In every area of your life. That makes you the first person on earth. No force can contain with that energy. No witch can shut that energy down. No evil man can bring it down. No violence can invade a soul that is galvanized by this energy. But we don't know. So, Paul says, if you know what you are receiving, you will not be sick. You will not be weak. And you cannot die anyhow. Paul said it. I'm not the one who said it. He said it. He said on record, this same song, he said that I cannot give you. He said, because you don't know what you are receiving, you are weak, you are sick, and many of you die. He wasn't talking to people outside. He was talking to the Corinthian church. The most charismatic church in his time. That means if they discern, they will not be sick at all, no matter what, because something else is powering their health. They will not be weak because strength is coming from the food they are eating. They will not die anyhow, meaning death cannot just come and to weep away. That's carrying a special grace. We pray at this matter that eyes be open to know the wealth of what God has given to us. That we may begin to take advantage of it and walk in the victory, the blessing God has given to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We need to open our hearts and say, Lord, please show me more this thing you are giving me every day. Show me more. Open my eyes and truly humble yourself. Truly seek Him. Listen to Him. He will minister to you. Ask Him, Lord, if this is true, how can I access it? How can I engage it? How can
can my life be colored by this power I have given? This is not just a mere sacrament. It's divine empowerment. And God bless you. So what's my house? We'll pray.